Hello and welcome to the Church Can Happen Anywhere podcast. I'm Chris Roof, the lead pastor at Peace Tree. It's been some time since we've uploaded an episode to the podcast, and I thank you so much for your patience. Today's message comes from the tail end of our 2022 summer movie series. I used a video clip from one of the best films to ever be helmed by Steven Spielberg, and that is Jurassic Park. We unfortunately do not have the audio from this video clip due to copyright concerns, but it is the scene that features Jeff Goldblum's character uttering the famous words, Life Finds a Way. And that is the title from my message on July 24th, 2022, Life Finds a Way. I hope you enjoy it, and I encourage you to stick around afterwards to hear what's been happening at Peace Tree lately. I'd like to think that I'm a planner, or at least I'm a better planner today than when I was in 2009 when I first moved here. When I first moved here and was working on a church staff, I just thought, oh, I can just remember all the meetings that I have, and if a different type of event pops up, then I can just remember that. There's no need to write it down. I I don't know if you had a, a paper planner that your school gave you or that you went out to Walmart or Target to buy at the beginning of a new school year, I would be really good with like weeks one and two with writing everything down. And this, ah, you know what, I'll just, I'll wing it. I'll figure it out as I go along. But over time, I saw the need for having a plan, for keeping a planner, for writing down appointments and meetings and special events in a place, and I mean, now, nowadays it's my iCalendar. And thankfully, it's synced up with my wives, so we know what the plan is for that day. I tell couples that I do premarriage counseling with, it's important to be on a common calendar. And I see this at friends' homes when they have a whiteboard on their refrigerator. It's nice to have a plan. I like to think I'm a planner. And in my family, we just got back from, from seeing uh, both Alyssa's uh, whole extended family and my whole extended family over the last two weeks, and we had to make plans before we left. I'm so thankful for volunteers and staff at this church that are able to run the day-to-day and the week-to-week operations. But even then, there were some details that I forgot. You might have noticed there were no donuts here last week. Well, it's because I forgot to assign somebody to pick up donuts uh, for us. So I think, uh, hopefully, you enjoyed your mini muffins, <laughs> your mini muffins uh, in, in the fellowship hall. But while we were with family in, in both new and familiar places, uh, there were some plans that got made a week in advance. There is, especially when it comes to meals and groceries, right? There were other plans that got made the night before based on the weather forecast or the operating hours of a business. Plans can be great when you are setting out for a road trip, if you are hoping to surprise somebody with a party for their birthday, or even if you're just figuring out which meals you're going to have that week. But sometimes, sometimes we can be so focused on our plans on our desires, on our will for ourselves, that we forget to pursue God's plan for our lives. 
And, and think about this. We actually pray for God's plan every time we say the Lord's Prayer. Thy will be done. Thy will be done on earth as it is being done in heaven. We know that God's will is taking place. It's being carried out in heaven. And so we pray for that same plan to take place here on earth. And and as we talk about plans, I want you to hear me say, even though God is good and perfect and all-powerful and his plan is the right plan, a perfect plan for our lives, we live in a world that's fallen. We live in a world where violence persists, where evil persists, where other people's actions can affect our own. We've prayed for certain people this morning. I know that there are some of you going through illness that have experienced great loss. And you may be wondering, how is this a part of God's plan? I don't think it is. That hurt and that pain, I don't think that God plans for us to go through those things. And yet we go through them as a result of what occurs in this world. And yet we pray. We pray for God's will to be done. We pray for God's plan to rule in our lives. And we hope that others are praying for that too. That they are seeking God first and not their own desires. It can be tough to pray for God's will before applying to college, before interviewing for a new job, before taking that very anxious first step in trying to start a family or to plan for family. Putting an offer on a new house with the hopes that you can sell your old house and then people backing out of contracts. God, I'm praying for your will. If you have children or grandchildren, how do you advise them when it comes to signing up for sports and extracurricular activities, clubs that they might be able to join at school. Sometimes we want our plans to come true and for God to sign on to our plan. This was my plan, Lord. This was my plan for my career, my home, my spouse, my children my circle of friends, my church. And so I submit this to you, God. Can you just rubber stamp it? Sometimes we treat plans in that fashion. This plan is so good that God's got to love it, right? How much of this is my will? How much of this is my plan, Lord? And how much of what I'm doing this week and how much of this plan that I have mapped out is the plan that you actually have dreamt up for me? The best possible path that I can take is God's plan. It's the best path for happiness, for faithfulness, and for Christ-likeness. 
Are we praying for God's plan? Thy will be done. That's easier said than done. And it's easy to stand up here and say it. And it's, it's another thing to live it. And to not be able to see the whole picture. Let me shift gears for a second. Because that's kind of heavy stuff, right? If I was a film executive at Universal, I would have said I, I had a plan for the Jurassic World series. For it to be the best finale ever this summer. And for people to just absolutely love it. And that, was not, that, that did not go to plan for them. There's a new Jurassic World movie that just came out. Jurassic World Dominion. Came out a few weeks ago. If, you're, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, it, it was received the worst rating of all the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies, which is saying something. Uh, I, I'd say Ray and Judy's grandson, Nick, who's a, a big film buff, he, he put on Facebook that he did not like it. And that was enough for me to say, you know what? I think I'm going to skip seeing it in movie theaters. I'll just watch it at home. So their plan didn't, uh, didn't play out. And I think a, a big part of why these movies are not as successful is that it, it doesn't quite capture the magic of that first Jurassic Park movie. And it's hard to think that that came out in 1993. My goodness, that is almost 30 years ago. Did I do the math right? That's scary to think that I just did the math correctly, right? Almost 30 years ago, Steven Spielberg directed that first Jurassic Park movie. It is part adventure, part horror, part morality tale, a warning to humankind that this is what can happen if we mess with the natural order. This is what happens when humans try to play God and manipulate science. This is what happens when someone gets greedy. Dinosaurs can break out of their cages and start chasing down humans. Now, there's a scene that I'd like for us to watch in just a moment where uh, our three main characters are touring the Jurassic Park facility and they get to witness a dinosaur being born in the lab. And the head scientist there shares how they control the population and the procreation of the dinosaurs by manipulating their hormones, ensuring that all the dinosaurs in the park are female. And it ends with a very iconic line delivered by Jeff Goldblum's uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm. So I'm going to ask Bob to hit the lights uh, for us. Life finds a way. Life finds a way. No matter what the scientists in that lab try to do, the, the dinosaurs are going to find a way to thrive and to survive. We see this in the subsequent movies, which again, are not as good as the first one, in my opinion. So how does this idea of life finding a way, how does that apply to our Bible lesson for today? Well, I believe that God's plans always find a way. God can find a yes and our no. God can find a yes even when someone would affect our lives and make it seemingly impossible for this plan to come to fruition, God can find a yes even when we think the, the issues with ourselves, 
God can find a yes in any situation. Just look at Jonah. Jonah, a prophet who did everything he could, everything he could possibly do to run away from God's call and to run away from the city of Nineveh, he ends up going and prophesying to that city just like God had asked him. Jesus in the garden prays for the cup to pass before him. My father, if there is any way, get me out of this. But please, not what I want. What do you want? Multiple times throughout Paul's ministry, there are mobs and religious leaders who sought to take his life, and God repeatedly found ways to save him through his friends who would smuggle him out of cities, or uh, friends who spoke sense into him, no, you don't want to talk to this, this crowd, they're going to kill you. Or even by natural disasters, natural occurrences like earthquakes, and in Matthew chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, we see Jesus speak these words. Whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake will find it. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So it's not about our will or our path or our plans. It's all about God's plans. It's about denying ourselves in order to be more like Christ, to deny ourselves, to take up our cross, to follow him, losing our lives in order to find our lives in Christ and life finds a way. God's plans for our lives always find a way. It might not happen according to our timeline. It might not happen when we think it should or in the way that it should. But God's plans for our lives find a way. I've seen this time and time again in my own life, in the life of my family, in the lives of my friends. Sometimes we don't get the instant answer that we would hope for. But then when we look back, we see God's fingerprints. We see God's authorship. Thy will be done. It might be cliche to say, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But if God is for us, if God is on our side, then who can be against us? And when we try to map out our lives and carefully craft out each move and decision and consider what we think is best for ourselves, I hope that we will stop and pray for God's will to rule in our lives, for God's desires to overshadow our own, and for God's way to take the lead. Because God's way is best. 
Because life finds a way in God's plans for our lives. We'll always find a way. And I give thanks to God for that. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember that church can happen anywhere. And I pray that you will consider God's plan for your life as you go through this next week, that you'll think about God's plans, how they find a way to come to fruition, and how we are encouraged by Jesus himself to pray the words, Thy will be done. We've got some great weekly events that I hope you'll check out if you live in the Memphis metro area every Sunday night. We enjoyed Zumba in the gym at 5.30, taught by yours truly. On Monday and Wednesday mornings, we host open play for local pickleballers. If you're into pickleball, we have Monday nights uh, trivia at Mellow Mushroom in Germantown. Wednesday nights, see a group of mostly young adults playing pickup basketball beginning at 7.30. And these events are free and open to the community. So please join us at any or all of these fun gatherings, and we are making plans to launch some new house groups this fall. Stay tuned for more info about those new groups coming really soon. If you have questions for our podcast or you want to learn more about Peace Tree in general, please reach out to us over our website, peacetree.church, or message us from our social media pages to learn more about any of our weekly events, to find out more about Sunday morning worship that takes place at 10 a.m. in our sanctuary. You can search for Peace Tree UMC or use the links in the show notes. Consider subscribing to the podcast if you haven't done so already and tell your friends about us. We thank you so much for tuning in after we've been gone for some time, but we will see you again really soon. Peace.